I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their tropes battle for dominance. Um, yeah, we're doing another mini um because we're busy, but this was the last time um this week my mini semester ended, so now I actually technically have like two classes, so I have a lot more free time um that intersects with Liz's free time now, so we might have more time for longer episodes, except for the fact that, you know, I have a convention next weekend, but it's fine. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um okay. So, so we're doing we're revisiting a fun topic, which if you looked at the um episode title, you already know. But um first we can talk briefly briefly about how our weeks are going i say briefly at me not you don't yeah. don't widen your eyes at me that's that's a me Just thing like... um to start sorry if you're watching this and you see me looking like a ghost my cat ripped our curtains down and he somehow ripped the command hooks off so i don't have a way to put the curtains back up right now um so we go in ghost um We're i tried i tried lighting i tried filters to like try and bring color back but unless i'm like holding my hands up like i'm just gonna be a ghost um it's okay. you're next to me so i literally good. am making you look tan right now liz it's, it's <laughs> weird man um anyway speaking of um things uh about you liz you might enjoy the book series i'm currently reading um uh-huh. i saw this on book talk and it's my current obsession for the week. It's um, the Honeywood series. So um, it is it is an eighteen plus series, but it's it's more plot than just porn. Porn is like the afterthought in it, um, where essentially it's like Disney, but Disney it's it's I don't know. It's like if you combine Disney with like the South. I, I don't know how to explain that part properly. But the South. Just, there's a theme park. It's in North Georgia, right? And there's it's a theme park it's like it oh, reminds wow. me the way it's like described reminds me of fucking like yogi bear or something um like it's based off like an obscure book series from the 70s and anyways mm-hmm. anyways the first book i really liked and it, i was obsessed um but i actually found out about the series because of the second book and the second book was described on book talk as like what if rapunzel and flynn at disney were dating in real life and i was like oh slay i love that so i but i was like you know and even though like all these like adult romance books are always like you can read them as a standalone even if they're in a series like it won't hurt you to not read one of them i can't do that like i have to read them in order so i was like okay let me read the first one and then i'll read the rapunzel flynn one so the first one was really really good um without giving too much of a spoil like um main female lead is uh she got injured she worked at the theme park she loves the theme park it's like she's the disney adult of this theme park wants to be general mm-hmm. manager one day but she got severely injured by the roller coaster there um so she's suing the manufacturer of the coaster and he comes because he's supposed to try and help them like rebuild the coaster to like make up for the fact that you know they injured her and like fucked up her hip forever um but like hello he's hot and they have a bunch hello. of chemistry and oh my god liz ah, there's this one scene like i don't want to spoil it but there's this one scene of them that i literally sat there like i read the entire book in one night i was blushing i i stayed up till 4 a.m to finish this book because i was like oh my god this is so good anyways i started the second book um a couple days ago which is the rapunzel flynn one and liz guess what the main trope is it's fake dating it sure is 
so basically yes. um, there was the, there used to be and it's hinted on the first book i didn't realize it was going to this but in the um there used to be this like male character so there's only one face character and like everyone else is a mascot and um the face character of course is played by the best friend of the girl from the first book and oh. um there was this like uh, there was this like really hot guy that they used to have as a face character who was with um her face character but all the moms were too horny like uncomfortably horny so they like took him out of the parks because they would hit uh, him yes. and so send all the him women with the, Ky- with the kylo ren actor. exactly exactly so they took him out of the park um but then the uh main character from the first book her twin brother who has history already with this face character um happens to just already look like this guy so when he's working at the park as security somebody thinks it's the the old guy character and suddenly um things happen and now they have to pretend that they're dating as the characters but then they also have to pretend they're dating in real life to keep up the illusion for the small town kids who see them out and about and 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 it's so oh my god i'm obsessed with the series and the next book comes out in february so i have plenty of time but i'm like i want more I, i literally subscribe to the author's like email list it's so good sorry that was like a long-winded ad but it's the honeywood series i don't even remember like the individual titles of the books but um they're really good and liz you would like them only had time to read i know i know liz um and every time i tell liz i'm like i think you'd like this book it's always like a like a fantasy book and liz doesn't like fantasy and she's like no i wouldn't (laughs) so i'm like the one time i find like a real like fiction book that's like modern and i'm like liz you would actually like this one trust me oh no i would love it and i know i would but i don't have any time i feel i feel um but yeah so i'm gonna use that that book ad as my uh weekly recap liz tell me about your life what's going on um i'm getting a caffeine headache because of all the caffeine i drank today um i gave blood yesterday so my body's a little because i I miss why did you give blood because there was a blood drive Uh i was like I'll get blood. Like that's it was downstairs. I was like, I can get a free snack and apple juice. Like, why not? <laughs> apple also, juice, apple like, juice, and also just like, if you're capable of giving blood, give blood. It costs nothing of you and is very helpful. Thank you. Um, that's my little ad to please give blood. Um, I know there's like always a shortage, but also, yeah, there's like, like always a shortage. It's also almost like self-imposed with all the, like the regulations they put out. On I know medication is one thing, and I under I know that the reason oh, yeah, no, they there's... had like the gay restriction was because of AIDS um, back in like you know set the night. But now we, we can test for it, so we shouldn't. Yeah, have that's it my anymore. thing. It shouldn't be a restriction, but they haven't officially removed it yet. So, but still, regardless, please donate blood if you can. It really helps. It helps save people people's lives. They don't want mine. I'm Period. diseased. You're diseased. I'm on medication. They don't want mine. Oh. <laughs> oh, I I thought it was just only. I guess are you on a specific medication they don't want? I'm on like hormone medication. Oh yeah, that'll do it. PCOS. Yeah. So that'll do it. Yeah. So, um, but so as so, if you are capable, please do it. Um, and then like another funny thing that happened is so the new Colleen Hoover book came out, which is like I forget. It's like it's it's like a. I don't know. It was like a sequel or prequel to "It Ends with Us." Yeah, I heard and about that. It was, um, it was really funny because someone at the beginning of my class today literally stood up in front of everyone, was like, "Everyone, 
don't worry. This is a really great and happy book. No spoilers. This is what you wanted to happen. It's not sad like the first one. And everyone started cheering. So I'm like, I guess we all just read Colleen Hoover. Love that. Love that for us. It was so funny. Don't get me wrong. That sounds like the... you Like, I when I picture a Colleen Hoover reader, I picture an occupational therapist. You know what? Like, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, that just makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, it makes sense because over most of our occupation is generic white women. Exactly. I am generic In the nicest white way possible. Saying anything. Yeah. No, it's, it's literally like census statistic data. We are a female-dominated occupation as well as a white-dominated occupation. Mm-hmm. So makes sense that most of us are Colleen Hoover readers because most of Colleen Hoover readers are white women. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it was it was just like a very funny um interaction to see where I'm like, I love this, like you know. Oh, and then one of my my uh, statistics professor was like, I wish I could dye my hair like you one day, Liz. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, I was like, honestly, what helped me with the confidence was when I dyed it pink. Where I was dyeing it was so normal that like I didn't feel weird about it because like it was just the the cr- college we went to in undergrad. Right. I forgot you started color- that in undergrad i feel like i feel i can't picture you without the pink hair like i literally knew you when you had like 300 shades of like color in your hair but i only think of you with pink hair but so um but i was like where i dyed when i dyed my hair pink it was very much the norm to have colored hair Mm -hmm. so it was like starting it out it wasn't like there was like no confidence like issue like it was just like normal (laughs) right i didn't have to like make that big jump and so now it's like i'm just used to it you know (laughs) like even if it's not normal still do it i'm like thank you bestie i will i will yeah god um okay uh without further caffeine headache but i'm still yeah i was gonna say i wasn't gonna draw attention to it i'm like you do you uh (laughs) um you know i'm hoping that maybe it's not a caffeine headache and it's just a sleepy headache probably we'll see do you have um a fall break next week at all like other college like institutions or no lol i fucking wish oh yeah i found out i have a fall break next week i only have one class now but i was like oh cool i don't have a class next week so i'm very excited i'm Um, so jealous yeah oh um and then uh you and i are gonna have to plan for the podcast for this but i'm gonna be going to atlanta for two weeks at the end of november um and then i remembered like oh shit i have to um I have still have class. I forgot that I have class. Like I work from home, so I was like, "Oh, that's no, that's fine." And then I booked the flight, the non-refundable flight. That's like a thousand bucks, and I was like, "Oh." Um, yeah, so I texted cool. my professor, and I made up some bullshit excuse. I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting like physical therapy treatment at Emory now," and he was like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Thanks, thanks, best." This is the um. I don't know if I've talked about him on here, but he's like been openly racist we all hate this professor so i have no issues like taking him for a joyride um and we're all complaining we're getting him fired at the end of the semester like that's our cohorts i do like he's um an adjunct he's from yale fun fact and he is this awful so i would say um not shocking (laughs) yeah it's it's not shocking it's a lot um okay anyways let's get into what we were doing so like we said this is going to be a mini because um i have to blast in exactly like 45 minutes so um we're revisiting omegaverse but specifically we are revisiting them slash omegaverse um and guess what guys i am not the one who chose to do omegaverse that was liz 
So even options. I was even <laughs> options. I gave well, so, I I showed her like again. Who came up with the options? I didn't come up with it. You guys did. The fucking statistics. I literally sent her a screenshot and I was like, this is our like our most popular um episodes. And so she picked from it though. Um there were other episodes we could have picked, but this was Liz. So for once, it's well, not um, me who brought up Omegaverse. Actually, 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 you said, oh, we could maybe do Femme slash Omegaverse. And I'm like, you know what? That's like kind of a cool idea because like it's the same trope, but it's different enough. You pointed it out first, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I Listen, I got called out in my cosplay group chat earlier today for liking Omegaverse. Um, because good. Like, but that's because the person didn't know that Omegaverse was good. Like, this person is just very unexperienced in any type of, like, fandom kink. And so I was like, they were like, oh, that's how, that's, that sounds so much like Omegaverse. I was like, oh, yeah, I love Omegaverse. Like, I have no shame in that. Everybody here knows that. Like, call me out for it if you want. I don't care. I unashamedly love that trope. And they were like, he was like, isn't that bad? Isn't that like a bad thing to like? And I was like, no. Like, it's just oh, the they thought me like genuinely like bad. Yeah, oh no, they God. thought they meant they thought it was like problematic. And I was like, I'm sure it <gasps> is. No, well, I no, mean, I there, mean, there, as- there are aspects of it. 100%, we literally have covered the like, start of it. It started yeah. with incest. Like, yeah, I mean, it's arguably pretty problematic. Yeah. That being said, it's also, I'm like, it's not any worse than I would say majority of tropes in fan lore, you know? Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm just. I just thought about something that happened earlier in oh. my stats class that reminded me of Omegaverse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> go. You, you will know this. Okay, so you know, so you know how they're like you. You have like a null hypothesis, yes. and you know how you can make a type one or type two error. Yeah, where it's like type one errors where you accidentally like except like you accept um that's false negative right i always mix them up yeah that's like a, a false negative where you're like oh where you're overconfident mm-hmm. and you want to know what the test for that is called when you test for that it's the alpha test yeah so cronbach's like, alpha well, yeah. i was like oh yeah so <laughs> oh my god cronbach your alpha <laughs> mr cronbach your alpha has arrived but, but, and then, and then, so the next one is like a false, a, um, a false negative where you're like, oh, type two error where you're like underconfident in yourself, and you te- you test for that with a beta, and I'm like, yeah. damn, those alphas, they're always overconfident. Those betas, they're way too shy, and that's how Liz, I, remember. I hate you because do you I. Those were the questions in undergrad. I always got them wrong. I always mixed them up. Right? If you had come up with that in undergrad, I never would have gotten that wrong. I would have remembered that forever. I literally am in. It's not you know stats anymore. I'm in a psych test and research class now. Um, but we were ta- we literally were going over Cronbach's Alpha the other week. If I had known this. But like now, I'm never gonna fucking oh forget it God. because like it's just such a funny mnemonic that like. It is. Oh my! I'm so sorry. It's so good. It's so good. It's a it's lot. So it's good. a lot. Um, if you guys are going into the site, it makes sense. You're welcome. It makes sense. It makes sense, right? Like I'm not crazy. No, right? it it does make sense. <laughs> it makes it makes a lot of sense. And you know what the worst part is with the betas, with the false um, false negative? It's, uh, think about it, like, beta, how many fics start off with the person being like, I'm a beta, there's no way I'd get my heat slash rut. Stop! <laughs> a 
and then it turns out they're not a beta. It's a false positive. Guys, do you love the statistics? Um, uh, do you love the statistics of um, Omegaverse? Thank you. The statistics, the statistics of Omegaverse. I'm are, gonna cry. Um, I'm literally gonna cry. I okay. can't believe you said this. Oh my I love, god. The thing is, like, anyone who's listening to this who isn't a stats person is like, why are they laughing so hard? This is so stupid. This we is need to submit funny. this to Ali Hazelwood right now. We need a STEM oh, woman. Stop! <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Um, in case you somehow forgot, Liz and I are both, in fact, um, getting our like higher degrees and stuff. We're, like, we're women in STEM. We are women in STEM, except the sciencey part is not real science, according to other sciences. <laughs> the beauty of psychology. I was gonna say, I was like, it's speak for yourself. No, you are you are field. in the medical field. But I, I meant more for the psych background the amount of people who will just say it's not a real science and i mean i'm like well i mean you're not you're not totally wrong <laughs> psych, psych isn't real because it's so new it's like a, compared to like you know the study of for instance gravity and that area of science like that's been around for hundreds hundreds thousands of years whereas we only recently were like hmm, not everybody is the same yeah um okay sorry back to to omega birds oh my god (laughs) just saying that is so funny um okay so just a quick recap so omega verse you have alphas betas omegas typically occasionally you'll have other dynamics um if you want a full refresher on what omega verse is and its history starting with supernatural um you can go check out episode 21 um liz covers the history i picked out an amazing fic that week it was a fun time um we also regularly not regularly we have hosted a panel on this at holiday matsuri last year and um maybe again this year we'll see um liz will will be virtually there um (laughs) but we we are are submitting the panel elsewhere so that you guys can hear it um across the east coast hopefully hopefully um okay and then so then the thing with the megaverse uh when it comes to fem slash or woman x woman or even male x woman or just uh um, sorry i'm sweaty I, no you're good <laughs> ignore um, me taking up my sweatshirt mm, strip tease um just i i would also like to remind you guys that omegaverse came out like predominantly um in popularity in like the mid 2000s so this was a lot of like a lot of the talk is very cis normative and um Omegaverse, that's kind of where some people have issues with Omegaverse is that it's very much gendered in that even though, you know, any gender can be an alpha, for example, typically alphas must have a penis, that sort of thing. Um, So it's very, yeah. like, gendered when it comes to genitalia. So that's an issue that a lot of people have with it. So um, when we talk about it, we're talking about, like, the actual history and current use of the trope, not our own personal beliefs on should all dominant type personalities have a penis, you know? Yeah, I will I will also say, like, it, it, it there is, like, also issue where it's, like, especially earlier works within omegaverse have um play into like negative stere- like like stereotypes about gay men where it's like the yeah force feminization is like is a big soft um like submissive like blah, like and like force feminization as mm-hmm. well and then like the the alpha is like oh super dominant gruff aggressive i mean in a, in a sort of like and- camp campy type way omegaverse is beautiful and that it plays up dominant submissive yeah. like you could have um 
like using for example because we'll talk about um overwatch ladies farah and mercy today uh so for example um in that ship farah is usually seen as the more domineering type where mercy is the uwu um that's i'm the girlfriend mm-hmm. type and that of course comes from also the people who play those characters and then in the game where mercy is literally a support farah is a dps so yeah. um that's where a lot comes from and then omegaverse really plays that up where then farah is like the alpha who like is the big buff lady and mercy is her small innocent omega you know so it's like that sort of thing um it just plays it up and i think i think it's um looking at it from a literature standpoint under that gaze can be interesting as well yeah i just wanted to like mention the problematic parts of that where it's like because it can be used to like especially like it can be used by like straight women to kind of like stereotype gay men and fetishize them but I will say like we've come to like a point where there's there's has has been more exploration within the genre where it's like you have dominant omegas and submissive like alphas and I really love that it used to be really really cool so rare for so I think it was a lot more common you would see omega and omega together in fix Mm -hmm. back in the day and it would usually just be something like they're helping each other with their heats look how cute they are but um more recently there's been an uptick in alpha x alpha fix where it's two dominant personalities basically just fighting while fucking which i i think is interesting it's not my cup of tea um i can't say i read those but i do think it's an interesting study um in the trope so mm-hmm. yeah um i was gonna say something else that i totally forgot uh but so back to our fem slash omegaverse <laughs> discussion um again under the my guy the mindset that we're uh, talking about this from the history standpoint of the trope. So it's going to be very um, cis normative. So usually in this trope, female alphas will um, have the ability to impregnate um, omegas and betas. Um, I've even seen stuff like where alphas can impregnate each other. It just genuinely depends on the verse that the author is using. Um, Sometimes these alphas can temporarily grow a penis. Other times it's um, they already have one. I think more often than not, I see works where the female alpha will have both a penis and um, a vagina. Um, It depends on if she has balls, like um, extended balls or not extended, distended. What's the word for dropped balls? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever that word is, I think it's descended. I'm. I can't. Re- I, I, this is not a topic I look up regularly. Um, really? <laughs> you don't. Tell. You don't. If you couldn't tell, this is not my day job. Uh, um. Uh. Was it? Um. So yeah. So that's how um I see it. More recent um porn, I would say specifically, and like um like actual like animated porn people like to do futanari where it's the the uh female will have like straight up just have like a penis and a vagina um and we're not talking about futanari because that in itself is its own can of worms yeah. can of penises if you will oh i i will uh, always i will always whenever we mention funari we'll always yeah. bring up that beautiful funari panel we went to as a joke and it ends up being like a beautifully well-researched oh my like, God. panel by a trans woman who does this for her work yes and it was just such a great it was our panel. first I wish, colossal I wish, con i wish i like got like her like professional i know movies, i wish but, like, you were I following her more so I could look up more of her research because it's just like so genuinely interesting seeing like 
stuff like that, like actually research in the field of academia. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that fully just comes from us being like academia nerds yeah. and being like, I love research. We, we, we were freshmen in college when we went to this panel and this woman who, again, we must specify as a trans woman, that's what she specified herself as because of the top nature of her panel yeah. and research um, where she was talking about Funanari, its history, and um, just exploring what it, the genre is in porn and hentai in general and i just thought it, it was just really interesting she was getting her phd in this like it was uh so, so good it was very eloquent we were a little too drunk for it. <laughs> we were a little too drunk for it we weren't like far enough in like in school to be like oh yeah i love research exactly like, when we got out we were like we were it definitely invigorated a love for research-based panels um yeah. back to omegaverse how many times are we gonna say that tonight i'm sorry i just always have to bring up her amazing that's okay i think about I her every time could, i talk about it i really wish we could direct you guys to her I wish maybe so. i'll do some research and see if i could find out who she was definitely um so yeah so that's why i say so um usually female alphas are depicted as fully intersex as in they have both genitalia not intersex as in the actual definition of intersex where they have um like uh, different chromosomes, different traits, etc. Um, another way that female alphas can be depicted is if they just have um, a vagina and then occasionally their clit can transform into a penis or even their entire vagina can transform into a penis. And in these verses, usually that's only during their rut. Um, so, yeah, that that is um, the the basics of that um so well t- hi nick did you want to learn about fem slash omegaverse <laughs> i don't think you realize i was already recording um he, i <laughs> we have a beautiful apartment <laughs> um okay so like i said earlier i chose a pharmacy fic for you guys liz actually picked out this very cute fic that um i knew nothing about because it was supergirl and so who also know nothing about supergirl but i was just like i was like i feel bad because i always make gaps find the fix for these so i was like well usually i try to be helpful let me try to be helpful and i was like i have 10 minutes before i have to go to like a meeting for like Mm -hmm. a group project i i just did and like um essentially i was like okay let me look at like kudos and like all the top ones were like the 100 or Mm -hmm. supergirl yeah the 100 has a lot of them because of that ship yeah, I was going to say, like, I feel like whenever you look at Femslash, 100 and Supergirl are always the most popular. So I was like, okay, like, I, I once again, I also don't like to, like, choose straight up porn because that's, like, not what I like to talk about. And so I didn't really have, like, a lot of, like, Femslash and Omegaverse because, like, I don't even read Omegaverse as it is. So I was like, this sounds cute. And I was like, Gabs, you can look at it and change it if you want. So And I was like, you know, normally I would be totally cool with a very, like, with a G-rated fic. Uh, but if we're talking about Omegaverse, you you have to do porn you are despicable guy. i am but also like you can definitely explore some of omegaverse without the porn but majority of omegaverse takes place within the porn and a lot of the society is explored through the lens of the porn so <laughs> if you want to do it from a historically correct standpoint, historically accurate standpoint. Um, then you have to do the porn so um I actually, I thought I had a lot more Femme slash Omegaverse bookmarks. I only had 20. I was very surprised. Um, <laughs> yeah, only only 20. <laughs> only 20, guys. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> over half, of, like 15 of them were of um, Farah and Mercy from Overwatch. <laughs> Can you tell As what I got be. into in uh, college? <laughs> it should be. 
Except me with uh, Moisey. Yeah, no, I love Moisey. I have a few Moisey ones, but the Moisey fic writers are a lot, very much into dubcon and noncon. And well, that's something, that's not something that we want to cover on here just because we don't want to do anything that might trigger somebody. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I'm still getting over my cold. And um, so because of that, I went with this one. So this is an explicit fic. It literally just goes like straight into the porn. There is no plot here um i'll read for angela since it's from her pov um and you can read for farah if at any point it gets too much you can't read it for you don't have to go into the reasons you'll let me know and i'll continue for you um it's called my body's made of crushed little stars by snapple pie all one word i love that like i love the title just like it's like very like beautiful very elegant uh compared to what happens next um, so this is literally just like this is the first part of the fic like just copy paste cool. it in here um we'll see how much we get through after six months of being together angela had gotten used to waking up to two things the way the sunrise filtered through fariha's blinds and for those who don't um like overwatch fariha is farah those her that her real name is fariha farah is her code name uh, mercy is angela's code name and the warmth of fariha's body nestled behind her So she was more than a little surprised when a third and fourth factor greeted her upon waking up, something blunt and stiff gently prodding against her rear and the strong musky scent of a needy alpha hanging thick in the air. Her first thought was that morning, her her first thought was that perhaps she was just dreaming it. After all, Freeha never woke up with morning wood, and she never admitted such a demanding aura. The suppressants she took, as well as the extreme... Equin- what the fuck is that word? Equanimity. Equanimity. Can you say that, Liz? Equanimity? Equanimity? I've never heard that word before. Um, With which she fought hard to hold her urges made that unlikely. But there was no mistaking that this was very real when Angela felt the hardness rub against her and quiet, straining panting began to fill her ear. Fariha, Angela called softly, but the fitful strokes would not stop. Angela looked over her shoulder to see what was happening. Fariha's eyes were closed, but her sharp features were contorted with something that almost looked like pain. From the jarred, uneven motions with which her hips moved and the flutter of her eyelids, Angela could tell she was still asleep. Fariha, Angela called again, louder this time. When the mindless stirring refused to cease, Angela reached awkwardly behind her and smacked Fariha on the cheek, just hard enough to wake her up. <laughs> Your mic it? didn't pick that up. Huh? Your mic didn't pick it up. Huh? There you go, there you go. Uh, Fariha gasped and her eyes shot open. She looked down between their bodies and a look of horror crept onto her face. Oh, I'm so sorry, Angela. Fariha immediately released her grip on Angela's hips and scooted away onto the far side of the bed. It's all right. Angela turned to prop herself on an elbow and look at her girlfriend. Are you okay? I can kind of smell you. You can? Is it bad? Freeha asked with worry. Angela shook her head. Not at all. She wasn't lying. The scent of her alpha was so demanding and urgent. Her inner omega fluttered with joy at the thought of being needed. Her she... inner goddess. Her inner Sorry, goddess. I had, I had to. I had to. Inner goddess. Fuck. My inner goddess. Stop. I'm dead. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> a trickle of wetness began to pool between her legs. 
Riha groans. I'm sorry, I didn't mean any of I didn't mean to do any of that. She hung her head and rubbed bashfully at her neck. A rush of sympathy stabbed through Angela upon seeing Freeha look so flushed. She liked to think she knew biology pretty well, but it didn't take years of studying to spot an alpha in rut. In the few months they'd been together, Angela noticed how Freeha labored to maintain such a high degree of self-control, and how her pride rarely let her ca- cave into moments of weakness. But she... But Angela knew that no matter how hard her girlfriend tried to hide it, she was every inch an alpha, and alphas had urges to rut, to breed, to claim. For the most part, Fariha had come to accept her dynamic and enjoy the advantages it gave her in lovemaking with Angela. Her alpha chi was something to be embraced, not try to hide. Yet, time and again, Angela could detect faint traces of Fariha's old insecurities rearing their heads. She had gotten better at relaxing during sex, but Angela could sometimes tell when Fariha was stuck in her own head. It was times like those when Angela knew Freeha needed her most. She needed to feel cherished, welcomed, and desired. And no one on the earth was better suited for the task than her, her partner. Freeha, Angela said in her kindest voice, if I'm not mistaken, I think you might be experiencing a rut. A look of alarm flashed over Freeha's face. Sorry, give me a second because I need to move my mic closer to me because I don't want to scream this. Oh, God. And in my, in my dorm, um... But that's impossible. I haven't had a rut in forever. Last time this happened, I was just a pup. Fariha paused, pondering this for a moment. And then her head drooped down, her eyes falling in between her legs. Her cock was already forming a telltale tent that poked out from under the sheets. She grit her teeth and fisted the sheets, trying her best to resist the urge to grind against the fabric. Well, Angela said, I'd like to help you. Fariha's eyes shot to meet Angela's. The alpha licked her lips absentmindedly. Are you offering what I think you're offering? Angela rolled her eyes and smiled at that. No, I'm offering to inject you with suppressant hormones and put you in an isolation chamber. She giggled and drew closer to Freeha. You know, after all these months, I still find it adorable how shy you can be. I can't promise I'll be shy now. Freeha groaned and her hips began to jog slowly. It hurts, Angela. That's a very interesting way to move, like, right, like, hips thrusting because your hips are jogging. My hips are jogging right now. (laughs) Then use me, Fariha, Angela urged once more. She rested her hand on Fariha's thigh, which sprang a visible rush of excitement between the Alpha's legs. I want to help you. Are you sure? The Alpha squirmed, and Angela could tell she was fighting hard not to pounce on her then and there. I don't want to hurt you. You won't. I can take you. Besides, you did help me that time I forgot to take my suppressants and went into heat. Freeha's cheeks burned in recollection of that particular day. That's true. I, I just don't know how... Uh, oh, wait, that's you. That's you. Me. Yeah. My bad, my bad. Sorry, I got it's excited. Okay. That's true. I just don't know how long this is going to last. I don't want to tire you out. Are you saying I don't have stamina? Angela teased. No, I just... I don't want to... I don't want to say that last part. And she goes, oh. oh. You, can oh. you don't have to say, you don't have to seduce oh. us, Liz. You don't... <laughs> um, anyone not watching, Liz just goes like, like did a fucking wave oh. with her hands. It's like, oh. 
uh, you don't have to seduce us. You can literally, you can just say it in like a deadpan voice. Nobody is listening to this get off. We've had this conversation before. Nobody listens to this podcast and thinks, mm, I'm going to get off to the sweet sound of them talking about fanfic porn. Okay. Are you sure about that? I am positive because if they want to get off, they're in a terrible place. <laughs> Go read it yourself if you want to be horny. You listen to us for the culture. <laughs> Um, the culture the culture as we're about to read about um omegaverse fucking <laughs> but she couldn't finish her protest as angela's hand reached down and began kneading her bulge softly through the sheets she squeezed gently and ran her hand in even comforting circles over the hot tent of her cock angela's clit throbbed with excitement upon making contact she could feel Fariha's length pulsing with need through the fabric in a matter of seconds, the glide of her hand became smoother, and she could feel wetness sliding along from Freeha's tip against the bedsheets. Freeha moaned at the Omega's touch and pissed her hips up, trying to grind into her hand for more. However, they both knew this wasn't enough. I'm I mean, sorry. I, I've heard that one before, but usually it's like when they're about to come and there's like fucking like pissing cupped his hips up, you know, like just like as fast as they yeah. can. You can come in here, Nick. You're just going to have to listen to us read Omegaverse porn. He was trying to come in here now. Oh, okay. Um, you made a sandwich? You're eating just bread? Yum, bread. Okay. Um, where were we? <laughs> uh, pistoned. Oh, that's right. Pistoned her hip. Uh, um, and it matters. Sorry, we read that. Uh, however, they both knew this wasn't enough, and Angela had no intentions of leaving her alpha in want. Freeha watched with wide, hungry eyes as Angela's hands slid under the sheets and wrapped around her pulsing cock. Angela licked her lips upon feeling the prize underneath. Her length was warm, coated in droplets of her excitement, and gently throbbing against her palm. Angela began to stroke her quickly, creating slick, wet sounds that filled the air along with Freeha's breathy moans. I need more. <laughs> I just I laughed so hard that like hurt my back. My back is still broken. Like, I need more. <laughs> you gotta read more, Gabs. Come on. She needs more. Freeha panted. Please. <laughs> okay, leave. Um, anything for you, Angela murmured and pressed a loving kiss to Freeha's lips. <clears throat> when they parted, Angela took her hand off of Freeha's length, and Freeha replaced it with her own. With her other hand, she gently urged the Omega to straddle her, to which Angela gladly complied. Freeha dragged her, the tip of her cock along the wet slit between the Omega's legs. Angela shivered when the blunt tip of Freeha's length rubbed against her clip. She began to grind her hips against it, seeking more of that pleasure. Then, with a sudden push, the head of Freeha's cock sank inside of her, giving her a sudden burning sensation. The Omega let out a surprised yelp and steadied herself on Freeha's chest. So tight. So warm. <laughs> I can't remember what song it is, but you're reminding me of a song where they go like, so da, 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 like in that exact like tone that you're saying. And it's going to come to me later. I'm going to be like, oh my God, it was that song, but you're, it's killing me, Liz. Oh, are you thinking like, like, say, do it again, do it again. Da, da. Da -da. that's all it's like the background singer i don't know yeah no i can't it's like, -da. Or, it's like you tell me all i can think of all the only thing i can think of is like sweet caroline where it's like so yes! good yes! so good yes! <laughs> that is 
I of course I know it. It's the number one white people song. Yes, of course. Right. And so you well, play that from shit. the south. So. You play that shit, and everyone gets hype as of fuck. Of course, even at Jew camp, we love that song. It's but yeah, but song. the way, but like the way you said, like so right, so good. That's what it is. That's what it is. The inland list goes so tight, so warm. <laughs> Fariha groaned in pleasure as her body's wish to be sheathed inside her warm, tight entrance was finally granted. Her hands gripped Angela's hips to keep her steady, and she began to thrust upwards into her. She wanted to be gentle, especially considering there hadn't been any foreplay for Angela, but she could feel her conscience becoming quickly overcome with a determination to rut, to fill her, and find release. Angela was more than happy to provide. She wanted Fariha to use her like this. She loved seeing her lose control, and the potent scent of her alpha pheromones all but made her needs buckle, filling her with a strong desire to submit, to let herself be Fariha's satisfaction. Fariha quickly pumped up, picked up her pace, pumping her hips up and down with the vigor and determination of a young alpha's first rut. She clung tightly onto Angela's hips, her fingertips leaving red and white marks on their wake. The sound of skin slapping against skin filled the air, as well as Fariha's strained pants. Angela moved her own hips along to try and grind her clit against the base of Freeha's length. The rubbing sense sent pulses of pleasure all along her thighs and between her legs. She watched Freeha's face, which was fixated on the sight of her own cock thrusting in and out of Angela's entrance, a hungry, lustful gleam clouding her eyes. It was a look that normally frightened her when found in an alpha's eyes, but not Freeha's. Angela never told her, but she took secret delight in seeing that look on her partner's face. It made her feel wanted in a good, healthy way, not in an objectifying manner. Soon we love no objectification. We love Let's that here. Go. Um, that is another thing I do like about Fem Slash and Megaverse is that it kind of like fights the notion of like so I think male slash omegaverse was very much like not necessarily fitting into heteronormative desires, but also like it was all mostly written by straight women who were like, I want to relate to these characters more, so putting them into heteronormative situationships. Yeah. And then um hetero omegaverse is a thing and I do enjoy it sometimes, but a lot of the time it feels like it's just falling into very um traditional roles yeah whereas fem slash omegaverse i find um usually is like purposefully trying to avoid that like you'll find that authors are always saying like she didn't make me feel objectified she respected me you know like that's and it's like yes the feminism is there oh my god new panel idea feminism through the guise of omegaverse omegaverse make her thoughts Food for thought, mayhaps. Food for thought. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, soon the alpha picked up speed again, and Angela could feel her cock begin to pulse inside her walls. When Angela felt her throbbing within, she knew the alpha was close. She started to rub and pinch the alpha's pert nipples, eliciting pleased sighs from her lips. Something else I do like in Fem Slash Omegaverse that I find in most like other like stuff is like there's a lot more boob play. Like, I find, like, in Omegaverse, unless the Omega's, like, pregnant or, like, it's a breeding kink fic, like, they never touch the nipples. Like, they usually forget that the their partner has nipples. Or, like, in Male Slash Omegaverse, the Alpha will be like, oh my god, my Omega's nipples. But the Omega never touches the Alpha's nipples. Touch each other's nipples, guys. Come on. Um, guys. Touch, Come touch, on, guys. Touch some nip-nips. Um, she knew her Alpha was in pain and wanted to help her get there faster. Then, Freeha thrusted further inside Angela than she'd been. Burying her cock to the hilt, with a violent quiver, emptied herself into Angela's either <laughs> awaiting what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, just reading a full cream pie scene on here is definitely a lot. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm so red that you can see the redness through the whitewashing of my new camera. Um, the, I'm turning to Liz. The rush of calm came like a torrent. Desperate and in angry spurts and with promises of more to come. Angela closed her eyes and savored the feeling of Rita's hot seed pouring inside of her, her length pulsing as it slid in and out. More cum being coaxed from Angela's entrance. Freeha groaned and grit her teeth. She had finished for the moment, but her cock remained just as hard as before. She looked up at Angela with a faint, pleading look in her eyes. I need more. <laughs> Freeha panted. Is that okay? Angela reached down to stroke her alpha's cheek. Of course it is. I said I would help you. And I'm we gonna... also, we love the consent. Yes. Like, just... There's it's a lot so more consent in Femme Slash Omegaverse, um, unless it's explicitly not. But I find, like, <clears throat> like it's at least it's labeled more. And, like, mm-hmm. I say when I say normal Omegaverse, I am specifically talking about male slash since that's where it started and that's where it's most yeah. popular. So in a normal Omegaverse, um, in this type of scene, like, they just kind of, like, it's all considered dubcon, but nobody tags yeah. it as such. Um, however... I find that a lot of fem slash stuff like this, they eliminate the concept of dub con for those who don't know dubious consent where it's consensual, but like also nobody ever explicitly says yes. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's assumed consensual, which is not consent. Um, if mm-hmm. you're having sex with somebody and you haven't established what's consensual, then it's not consensual. Um, you need words. And usually, like, within those dub cons, they're, like, high-key dub con. Very like, high-key dub con because it's, like, con. fuck or die situations where it's, like, they're in yeah. heat or they're in rut to the point that yeah. they can't think straight. The only way to think straight is yeah. to fuck. Um, and they do not tag that. They don't they tag do it. It's, tag it's it. usually an assumed risk you take when you As- read Omegaverse. It's an assumed aspect of it. Yes. But it yes. really should be tagged. It definitely should be tagged. I think I think people are see, see it as, like, redundant because they're like, well, it's a heat fig. Of course it's, you know, dubcon. But it might not be dubcon because sometimes, you know, you have a partner. And if you have an established partner, then it's not dubcon. And, like, even, like, if, you know, here, if she hadn't explicitly said, can I have more? Because of in the Omegaverse when you know the Omega says yeah Alpha I'll help you with your rut they know that they're not signing up for a one time deal like to me that's yeah. enough consent for Omegaverse but it's still, it's so still nice yeah it's nice to see more clear consent we always mm-hmm. want to see more consent obviously um, again fiction doesn't equal reality if you are writing you know Dubcon non-con in your fix that's fine that doesn't reflect on you as a person in the real world um, just tag it just, just tag, tag it. it just tag it so that those who are not comfortable with it don't engage with it by mistake the biggest mistake um i think with archive of our own being popular is people don't use the tag system as much if you look at older fics from like i'd say like 2018 and earlier most fics have like a fuck ton of tags because the author tags everything imaginable and you'll still see that with more established authors and older authors they will tag a lot You'll also see now fics with like three tags and it's like it doesn't tell you anything no way in hell that's enough Yes, no especially way, no, especially when they're explicit fix. If it's like, you know, a one shot like teen and under, like, okay, if you're not gonna there's generally not a lot of triggers, not saying that there's no triggers, but generally there's less triggers, that's usually a safer bet. But if you're doing something explicit or mature and you're not tagging in detail what's going on, like unless you're writing the most vanilla thing ever where the characters just say I love you and have sex, you can then you can maybe just say sex or smut, however you want to tag it. But 
that's very rarely the case with fan fiction anymore and you really need to tag it all um because also i'm not I, and i would never say that you're asking for hate but if you don't tag something and then somebody is in your comments upset because it wasn't tagged i can't blame them for being upset it wasn't tagged just tag it they should have yes like they, no one should leave hate comments on that but also like you shouldn't you should tag things that's tag it, it. that's what we're then, saying it's just and tag then, it and tag then it. all the bitches that love that we'll find yes it that's and give thing. you kudos i just do it. it i it only benefits you yes because like Dude. i know as an experienced fic reader i personally i never read fics anymore that don't have tags telling me exactly what's going on unless the like summary is like written to exactly what i want to read but then so many times i'll come across a fic for, let's take if i'm looking for an omegaverse fic right like it'll just say omegaverse um heat first time that's it that's all it gives me and i'm like well that's to me, that feels like it's not going to be very good, and, and I just don't want to read it because it's not what I'm looking for. Maybe I'm looking for this specific kink, and for all I know, that specific kink is in that fic, but it's not tagged. It's not oh, tagged. Not so how would I, exactly? So I'm not going to read it. So you're only tag hurting your yourself if you don't tag. And that's tag been our shit. PSA as non-writers, but avid readers who've been it. And we tag your shit. Yeah. And you know what? I would like, I've written stuff and I tagged stuff too. So I get it. It's a pain in the ass to tag everything, but like you really should tag things, especially too if somebody comments and says, hey, can you tag this? Tag it. Tag it and bag it. There you go. Don't, yeah. Just, just tag things. Um, so yeah, that's our... nothing. I will say there's nothing more than, than the surprise, surprise piss king. No one wants that. Surprise no Mpreg is a genuine thing. Surprise piss king. Surprise, yeah, surprise piss cake, surprise Mpreg happen so yeah, often in fix. And if you are guilty of that, just know like you're not helping yourself introduce people to the kink. You're just turning people off from the fic. Yeah. Tag so, it. Tag it. Um tag it. that being said, that was our foray back into the world of omegaverse we will definitely be revisiting it again in the future we can never stay away um because i'm a co-host that's that's the whole reason we can't stay away and also it's like part of pop culture now which is weird but like it it is um and um, we're still waiting to hear about hall map panels even though it's only a month and a half away but um We'll let you guys know if we end up hosting our Omegaverse history panel at Hallmat. It's going to be real cool. We'll try and get it recorded. Um, I still have the one from last year recorded that we never uploaded. So I don't know if I want to upload that one. I got to be real. I we, were, we, were, incredib- we were so wasted. Incredibly intoxicated. I, I rewatched it and I was like, and also the angle it was at because it was on my phone. And instead of asking someone in the audience to hold it, we just put it in front of us. So it's like a really awkward angle of it's like an enough. upshot of us. But and also our titties. But no, you have right. Remember the bodysuits we were wearing didn't mine didn't fit me. So my boobs were falling out of it. So it's literally just like basically a bra shot of me like half of the time. So I don't think we can put that on YouTube. What do you mean? I think we'll get banned if we put that on YouTube. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, um, or maybe we'll get the wrong kind of attention. Mayhaps. Um, so we'll try and get um that panel, you know, actually for you guys, and maybe we won't be like totally wasted. Um, I still want to see the playback video. Okay, so bad. We can watch it together at some point. <gasps> yeah, get drunk mm-hmm. and watch it again watching us we can pretend we're the audience this time (laughs) because it was so i i genuinely think it was really fun it was because like 
hecklers can be awful, but our hecklers were our friends, so exactly. it was just funny. Exactly. Please don't heckle us if you do come to a panel that yeah, either no. of us are running, because we will cry and also won't like you if we don't know you. Um, don't yeah. heckle people you don't know unless they like explicitly say to do so. We are explicitly saying no. No. We are tagging it friend. as no heckling. No heckling. Um, but yeah. Um, that being said, we gotta get ready to get going. So, um, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. Liz, what about you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. And what about the show? You find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or Their Tropes Bottled for Dominance. You can find us on YouTube at Their Tropes Bottled for Dominance. Uh, if you need to email us for any reason, way, shape, form, uh, comment, question, suggestion, uh, good maze runner or twilight fanfiction, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Uh, please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to this show, it helps us a lot. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye.